Okay. Hello, Hello and welcome. Hello. To Pipcast. This is a podcast dedicated to our cat, Pip. She's whom, 11 years old. Yeah, she's an old girl. She's unfortunately not able to... Uh, I thought you were going to say not with us, and I was like, what? <laughs> she's downstairs. She's perfectly well. She's alive. Probably just chilling on my bed. She's not able to understand English, so this podcast won't really benefit her in any way, but... I'll tell you the story of Pip and give or take 10 seconds. Um, okay. So last summer I was working at the university and I had really shitty hours, probably like, you know, like midnight to 8am and then the next day 4pm to midnight, it was, it was fucking stupid. So I got really lonely and I was like, you know what, I'm going to get a cat. So I went to this store and picked up the oldest cat they had because she was just so freaking cute. She has this lazy eye that just goes in other places and it's the cutest <laughs> thing about her. She's such a cutie. She's just like... She moves so slowly. Like, she does. She just walks. She struts slowly she everywhere. Struts. We will post a picture. Don't worry. Oh yeah, for sure. Sure. Her face is going to be all over this. Oh, one hundred percent. So, um, so we're just going to be more or less shooting just, the shit, just chilling, cracking some cold ones, as you can see, and uh, we're here talking about. Just whatever's on our mind. Um, we're going to touch some sensitive topics, such so, as yeah. religion and science and politics and stuff like that. But So take what we say with a grain of salt, because this is just our opinion, and we just want to you know, share it and have some fun. Yeah, and we don't, we don't necessarily claim to know everything about any of these things. Like, There's obviously going to be stuff that we don't know and we haven't considered. We're just kind of talking and... And we are in no way trying to put people down or hurt them in any way. Yeah, we're pretty nice people for the most part. I think so. Um, And okay, so I I feel like I should say this since one of the topics we are talking about today is pride. Um, I am gay, so I will say whatever the fuck I want. So, yeah. I'm straight, but I will try to be... uh, Shame. Tolerant. Well, I'm a pretty tolerant. <laughs> it's not going to be a struggle. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty tolerant person. But anyway, alrighty. All right. So our first topic today, we are going to talk about a new bill that was passed in Canada called Bill C16. Yeah, many of you may know about it, um, and many of you may not. Like me, I just recently learned about it. Essentially, what it is is that um, I, I believe that that this only refers to people in. Uh, uh, like government officials, but so like positions of power. Positions of power, yeah. Pe- yeah, like police officers. Okay, I work for the government. Does we that, both do. We, but we both do. Yeah. So does that affect us? I don't think so. Because we're civilian workers. We're right? just the grunts. We're yes, just exactly. The, yeah. Okay, so I guess it'd be like our bosses and our bosses' bosses who actually get affected by this. Yeah, law. and police and stuff like that. But so essentially, what it is is that if if someone who's in that position identifies as um, a gender pronoun or or has a personal preferred pronoun that doesn't fit into either him or her there's a there's this gigantic ever growing list of new pronouns um, and if you choose or even if you don't choose just by referring to them as the wrong pronoun, you can be charged or put in jail or well essentially it's a it's a crime it's a hate crime um, Wow. That's and interesting. Even if you're not aware that you're doing it, even if you do it unintentionally, 
you know, it just has to happen and then you're committing crime. So if I was in the office and, okay, I am uh, a gay male, I identify as male and gay. Um, so if I was in the office and let's say I identified as something totally different and I was referred to as something wrong, would there have to be proof or could I just go right away to the police and just be like, hey, this is what happened? Like, if, is it just like hearsay or will, will someone have to like actually observe it and whatever? Because if I were to go do that right now, like, I don't know what, what would happen with my yeah. boss. Like, well, I think people are going to try and be rational about it. Like if someone just whines and like someone just raps on you and says like he or this guy um, referred to me as he, but I'm actually a Z16 whatever, I don't know, some, some made up pronoun um, that I just chose subjectively 20 minutes ago and he chose to call me he instead. You know, like, they're going to be rational about it. I don't think there's any way that people are, would just hear that story and think, yeah, that guy deserves to be in jail. Like, Yeah, no, I agree. So there's, there's probably a lot of, like, like, like lines around it saying, like, this is what you can do, this is what you can't do. And, like, there's probably a lot of, like, legalities behind it and you can't just accuse someone of doing this you probably have to have a lot of proof and a lot of like significance towards why they were doing it if it's going to be sure, yeah. a hate crime and i think a lot of it has to do with intent too like if you're trying to offend them or you know like a lot of i feel like a lot of people will do that will refuse to use people's pronouns and then when questioned about it by like i don't know if someone if it happens to be taken to court and then someone questions them on it they might say like yeah i chose not to refer to them as the pronoun because that's not what i believe in i i'm against that so for pronoun pronouns are basically him her he she they them and i guess there's an ever expanding list of them oh yeah it's crazy i should actually pull it up we'll see if i can find a list all right um because yeah like obviously i identify as him and i'm assuming you do as well and my boyfriend, who is downstairs at the moment, uh, identifies as him as well. So I have yet to meet someone who has a different pronoun. I mean, I've met a lot of transgender people, but that's just them changing their sex. Like, they yeah. identify as female. That's, and, that's the thing. is It's an extreme minority. Like, the amount of... Because, uh, yeah. The amount of people who are, who are trans, even, even excluding all this, like, non-binary gender shit, like, it... Even just the amount of people who are trans is an extreme minority. And, yeah, no, it is. and the majority of the people who are trans just want to identify as the other pronoun. They're not trying to be somewhere in between. So that's, it's an extreme minority, even in the trans community. So it's like, mm -hmm. there's no, you can't expect to like, like you're probably like the 1% of the 1%, right? And you can't expect the rest of like society to just know that you have subjectively changed your pronoun like exactly in like, the last half hour or whatever that's the thing too like on a lot of uh, I was recently told a story which I thought was really interesting so I was at work and my friend was telling me how her brother who was female and now is male got pulled over and or, or they were walking and they were they got they got stopped for like having like open alcohol on the streets and he was charged with like you know being drunk in public and everything um, but when he went to court, he went to fight it because when the police checked their ID, it said uh, female on her ID, but she identified as a male. And so she won the debate because they were like, you can't just give a, 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 like a bill out to someone who is not what they say they are. Like she, she identified as male and this was given out to some girl that, that wasn't there because she identifies as male. And 
I don't know. I feel like that's going to be, is that going to happen? Like, are they going to have to have it on their IDs now? Like, are they going to have to be like, I identify as like, like male or female? Cause like even people who are non, like non, like binary or whatever, like something like that, they're, they're not going to have that on their uh, ID because on the ID, it's only male or female. So they're, if this law is now a thing, they're probably going to have to make a lot of exceptions to IDs and a lot of other like, like government, like giving out stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge problem is that like a lot of our society, our legal system, for example, a lot of our, our medical system, basically our entire culture is predicated on the fact that there are two genders, right? And, and the idea that you can subjectively change it at any point in time just causes so many complications for, well, basically everything. Like, mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I mean, not to say that like, if there was sufficient evidence to back up the claim that there are more than two genders and that there is no biological um, underpinning for gender, like if it was actually proven true on scientific grounds that that there are more than two genders and that gender fluidity makes sense. Um, which I mean, that's hard to prove because it's, it's a soft science. Extremely hard to prove. It's like yeah. it's a psychology thing. So like a lot of like psychology and core and stuff will never be. And there's a lot of evident, evidence to um, support the other. Um, right. The other side of the argument too. So, did you pull up that list? Yeah. All right. So here's a couple of examples. Go ahead. Okay. So yeah, we got he, he, him, his, and himself. That's a regular one. And then we got per, per, pers, and perself. They, them, they, themselves, theirs, whatever. Right. Uh, z, zem, zer, zem, zem, self. Um, v, ver, viz, ver, self. I mean, this is just, this is the first thing that came up. But they're not very different than everything. They're just adding different, like... Yeah, so people want to be special snowflakes, right? They want yeah, to just well, have I guess. their own thing. Yeah, everyone wants to be special. I think I'm special. But you don't need to, you don't need to, um, like, undermine our entire society just because you want to have a different a gender that's different from everyone else's. Yeah, like, no, I totally agree with that. Like, like who's, t- who's regulating this list? Like, exactly. And what, like, what if you identify something that's not on that list? Like, is there a list like that was given to the government saying these are like the legal things that people can identify as, or can they just, can they just, this, is this list ever expansive? And like, if I were to go to like work again and someone identifies something totally different, that's not on that list. And I, could I like accuse them of like, like of this new bill? Like, could I just be like, I'm going to see you for calling me the wrong pronoun. And I'm just like, you know what? This is what I identify as. Like, that's going to be so hard to prove because it's not on that list. It's not on a list. If there even is a list, mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it's in my head. And like, that's what I understand. Like, this is all in your head and you're going to do what you want to make you happy. But like, are you really going to have to put it to a law for people to like, for you to get what you want? Like, can't you just, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's written into law now. And, and the way that it's written in is extremely vague and not specific and it the fact that it's totally subjective and in the mind of the 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 person who's identifying as that there's no regulation on you know like the number of pronouns that can exist you can just more can be invented every day and no one is going to be able to refute that because the whole idea is around accepting people and people want to be accepted and they create a new pronoun and mm-hmm. because they want to be accepted, everyone else is like, okay, you've created this pronoun, so we're going to accept you. And 
you know, it's it's just a it yeah, just creates everyone, a problem because everyone just the, wants to be accepted. List can keep growing forever. So, for those of you who don't know, I'm just gonna read what the actual bill in, says. It says this enactment this enactment amends the Canadian Human Rights Act to add gender identity and gender expression to the list of prohibited grounds of discrimination. So that's basically what we've been talking about. And I also want to say that this bill got passed with 248 to 40, which is like, wow, that's, that's crazy. Like a lot of people. Majority, yeah. it's, a, it's a very big majority. Um, and there was one professor who um, Nate and I both really enjoy. His name is Jordan Peterson. And he was actually threatened by the University of Toronto during this um, like debacle in, in like the House of Commons. Um, saying, like, stop making statements that could be considered discriminatory under provincial human rights legislation. Mm-hmm. He's threat- which is, threatened, yeah, um, but, you know, to be taken out of his job. And which that. is ridiculous. He was just up there on the opposing side of this, saying that, I don't know, you know what he said more, you watched more of those videos than I did, mm-hmm. but I think he was basically just trying to say that, why are we doing this? Like, can't people just be accepted without having to make a bill? And I guess, I guess not. I guess that this bill is just saying that this is you have to accept people, which is like, I don't know, that's that's ridiculous. I don't think you have to accept everybody. Like, if I don't like you, I'm not going to accept you. Like, I'm just not going to put you in my life. Like, that's, that's, that's like, my problem, not yours. If I'm not going to want to spend time with you, then, like, whatever. And that's, that's basically what I think Jordan Peterson was saying. He's just yeah. like, if you don't have to have a bill to accept everybody, you're not, you don't have to accept everybody. Yeah, the frustrating thing about it is, is well, I just lost my train of thought. I'm just going to add, but you do have to accept people in like job places and that you can't be discriminatory. You can't be like whatever, which I understand that's probably, this is what the bill is mostly for, for workplaces and for like, I don't know, other like if you get pulled over on the side of the road and the police is being pretty rude, I mean like that's probably for the situations. Like, and again, it doesn't affect civilians. Like if I was on the street, I can't just call someone by the wrong name and they can't just sue me for that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So Jordan Peterson is, is approaching it from like a scientific, like very rational perspective and he knows that there's no scientific evidence to support the idea that there are, well, that gender is subjective. Basically, the, his, well, the, the people who want this bill passed are claiming that, that your sexual preference and your gender identity and your gender expression and your biological sex are all different things which can vary independently and, and you can subjectively choose which which one that you want to identify as at any given time. And, and the evidence, the scientific evidence, is there's just a massive amount of evidence that, that suggests that that is not the case well, in any way. I so, know, scientific evidence is really hard to prove, especially in, like, case, in like law cases, because like, there is soft, like, soft science and hard science, hard science being like biology, chemistry, physics, and all that stuff. You can actually do experiments to prove, and like, soft science is based on like, psychology. Like, everyone is different, so if you're trying to do it, like, an experiment for a certain way people act, it's going to be different no matter how many times you do it, because everyone acts differently. But there is a, I guess there is a social norm, but like, people are going to, there's always going to be an outlier, there's always going to be something like that too. I mean, even with like, hard science is an outlier, but it's always, you can find a, a linear regression. You can always find something that's like consistent and with saw science you can't and like well you you can but i mean people change constantly yes um, yeah yeah clearly if we're adding this law to the thing this law did did not exist like like two weeks ago and like it was not thought of like probably a couple months ago like this is fairly recent and the fact that this took this was so fast that this people went and complained about this it got to the the house of commons or whatever and it got passed like that's it was it was a fast thing and very like fastly decided to input this law in canadian legislature Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm all for like accepting people. I'm not trying to, you know, people that don't identify with either gender, I, I understand that they're in a, a hard place. Like they're trying to decide and they're trying to decide, I don't know, there's, our culture is, is set up so that there's two genders, right? And basically everything in our culture is like that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't feel like you strongly identify with either side, it, it's really hard on people. And I totally yeah. get that, and that's like, why I, I can. That's, that's, why, that's why I can see like um, the people who identify as like they them. That's the one that I, I I can totally understand because you're in a place a state of confusion, and that's that's really hard it's on. Kind of like like sexuality purgatory. Like you're kind of like you don't know where you fit. Yeah, like you, where do you, I stand? You made your own area, which is amazing, and you guys you guys have this area where you're accepted with with everybody, and like the gays accept you, the straights accept you. I mean, not all of them because. You know, people are assholes, but like you, you are accepted, and like you're always gonna have people who accept you, and if you don't, you'll find someone who accepts you. Like that's the whole thing. Like you, this bill was is forcing people to accept you, which is also understandable in a workplace, but not not in like real life. Like there's gonna be people who don't like you, and people who don't like you for who you are. People like don't like me for who I am, and you know what? Fuck them. I'm amazing. Like that's their problem, not mine. So like that's that's also like another like thing like you you just gotta like find where you belong and like I'm glad that people yeah. found this medium between where they can express who they are and like what they feel and yeah that's why also this bill is also a really good thing because it, it gives them that place where they can feel safe in a work environment or safe like on the streets and mm -hmm. and and just to clarify like the the way I kind of see the culture being like so heavily dependent on there being two genders, it, it's based on like millions of years of biology, right? Like there's like there's two sexes in every, I mean, as far as I know, every species that we're aware of. Yeah, well, like and, that's the thing. Like I, I am in sciences. I am a forensic science major, also specializing in biology. Um, so like I've taken all these classes and like looking at it, like there are obviously other species that have homosexuality, but like no other species have like where well, that we know of have like, uh, like identify as transgender. Like you don't see like a penguin that's a male wanting to be female and like stuff like mm -hmm. that, but there are, there are homosexual yeah. penguins and like, that's, <laughs> that's so interesting that the fact that there's homosexuality among other species, but no. I mean, obviously, their thoughts aren't articulated enough obviously, to know yes. that they're, that, you know, like they're, <laughs> they're trapped in a body that they that doesn't agree with their biological. Yes, and like I read this post once, and I thought it was really interesting. I'm gonna say a random number that was probably around what it was. It was like there are 353 different species that have homosexuality, and only one that has homophobia. And I'm like, that's very true too. Like, you, there's all these different species that have like homosexuality and like whatever, and like we're the only ones that actually make a problem out of it. Like, you don't yeah. see lions fighting over like like two guys. Yeah, like, lions it's don't like, go like, what are you, fucking gay? Honestly, <laughs> like, like, they don't call the lions fags. Like, that's yeah. just us. <laughs> that's just who we are as people. But it's, like, it's honestly, very strange, yeah. But it's also really cool to look at because we're so different, we're so advanced that we can actually, like, understand what's going on unlike them. But it's also really cool to look at the fact that they just love for the sake of loving, which is, like, you know, that's pretty cute. <laughs> so, like, yeah. And that's what I, I just find it very interesting that that's a thing. All right, so I think we've kind of summed up a lot of a lot of our main points. Yeah, with that. Um, so our next topic we're going to move on to is this new pride flag ordeal. ordeal it, it's an ordeal. Um, okay, so this is like me personally because I this is like this represents like my community, like the gay community, um, and like I want to state that 
I do not have a problem with it, but I do want to talk about it because there is, there is like an up and down. I've read a lot of articles that have been stating that like, if you disagree with it, you're the problem. And I, I don't think that's true. I really don't think that's true. That's, that's a, that's a major part of, um, radical left belief systems is that if someone doesn't agree with you, they're just instantly wrong and you should not associate with them in any way. You shouldn't talk to them. You shouldn't do, you shouldn't engage in any sort of discourse with people that you don't agree with. And, and I don't think that's right at all. I think that you should have your beliefs challenged and exactly. you should you talk should, to people who don't opinions. agree with you. Like you shouldn't conform just for the sake of conforming. Yeah. Talk to people that don't agree with you so that you can understand their side of the situation and come to at exactly. least some sort of consensus. Exactly. So, so, so for those of you who don't know, this pride flag um, introduced two new colors, um, black and brown, to the top of the flag. So it goes black, brown, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Um, this is because a lot of like colored uh, people don't get a lot of say in the gay community or they've been like very discriminated in the past, which is very true. Like there's like obviously white people have been dominant for such a long time that like other like races do need some sort of like visual representation of like a safe community. And that's what this flag was for. This flag, which originated in Philadelphia, which is like, I'm honestly like, I'm gonna sit here and applaud them for America finally taking a stand and like going in the opposite direction of what they normally go in because this is this is big for someone in America. Like they recently, I think all, all the states in America just finally um, like legalized gay marriage, which is also a really big step. So they're finally coming into like this new era. But it's also just like, I never really thought myself that like, sexuality had a race like for me personally i was accepting of everybody and that's just kind of like who i am as a person yeah, there but are separate issues exactly and there's a lot but there, there also is a lot of people who don't see like that and mm -hmm. like i just like me personally i just don't understand why we have to do that because i just thought everybody would love everyone in this like gay community like if you've ever been to pride events everyone loves everyone you don't see any discriminatory yeah, yeah of like, course yeah like those events are all about accepting people and and obviously like i don't know like if you're like African American or whatever, like you're of another race and you like happen to be, I don't know, like gay or bi or trans or whatever, like it's not like people at a pride event are gonna discriminate against you because you're black. Like, no, love is love at those events. Like, yeah, honestly, it's, like, it's about acceptance. Like, no one. And I don't know if most of you've heard, but I, I've read that in Toronto Pride that they they banned police officers because of the whole ordeal that's happening in the states with po like police brutality against like people who are black and other races. Which it, it, it's also it's a good thing, but also a bad thing. Like, I think at these events, everyone should be included, even police officers, even people yeah. who are there to make sure you are safe. But in the States, it's different. Like, you see all those videos where police are being, like, really brutal towards black people. And it, 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 this is why I'm very happy that Philadelphia is taking a stand to show that they are okay with it and that they are accepting of every single person in the gay community, mm -hmm. which that's, that's what the, the pride flag was for. That's why there's all those colors in there. And it's because it's, it's, it's every single color in the visual spectrum is on that flag because it's accepting of everyone in that visual spectrum. Like it's, 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 it's a unifyingly like accepting flag and adding these two colors, it just kind of like, it doesn't really do much. It kind of just says, yeah, we're accepting, but there's no proof that you guys are actually uh, accepting. There's no proof that you guys actually are like taking black people and showing them that like, it is okay. Like obviously in the States, a lot of them are really scared. Like there's videos on Facebook of people who are crying in cars being after being pulled over by a cop because they're terrified that something could have happened to them, which is absolutely absurd. Like that should not be a thing. These people are there to make you safe. And the ones that are being brutal should not be like in power. But like, that's why the, the flag, it, it's good and bad. Like, 
it's well not bad necessarily it's more just kind of like really like you really had to do this and like mm-hmm. i guess we really did have to do this because that's what it's like and i don't know just me personally it's just adding those colors it really didn't do much except single them out mm-hmm. it's just kind of just like you know what and on a different perspective, it's kind of like, you know what, you kind of look at it and you're just like, oh, so every black and brown person is now gay because they're yeah. on that flag. Now they belong to the LGBT. <laughs> now so every black person you meet is gay. Just know that. Every single black person you meet, you're like, yep, you're gay. Yeah. I'm, a, yeah. I'm a, it's like, What about the black people who don't feel like they want to be a part of that community? Exactly. Like, and that's totally their prerogative to like feel mm-hmm. that way. Like There's a lot of gay people who don't want to be part of the gay community mm-hmm. because that's not something they're interested in. Like They yeah. just want to be gay. They want to... They just know that that's what they are, but they're not interested in celebrating it in that way, which is totally fine. Exactly. And now some black guy is going to go down the street, and then someone he's going to be gay, and someone's going to be like, "Oh, are you happy about the new pride flag?" He's going to be like, "I don't give a shit, man." Yeah, like, he's like, I'm just going to my job. Like, I don't, I don't like honestly, and that's I don't know. For me, that's just kind of like a thing. Like you added two colors, like good for you because that's taking a step in the right direction. But it's also just like we really shouldn't have had to take that direction. Yeah, like, it's it's almost the same sort of thing as the gender pronouns thing, where where the list is just growing bigger and bigger, right? Mm-hmm. And and well, obviously there's like LGBT and LGBTQ. Those are like the main two um, ways of saying it that you hear. But there, like you've seen like LGBTQ. Etc. 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 Right. Like the list goes on and it's, on. It's, it's very long. Like, and it I, almost becomes like a parody of itself because they're trying to include everybody, everybody. but everyone wants you can't to express include them. everybody. You yeah, can. everyone's trying to express themselves in a different way because everyone's unique. Everyone deserves to be able to express <laughs> themselves in a unique way. Yep. And you don't really need to keep adding acronyms to the end of that, or colors to a flag, or pronouns to be able to express yourself in that way. You can find a way to express yourself that doesn't include publicly announcing it in, in a, a way like such as the pride flag or acronyms to the LGBTQ. Yeah, no, I totally understand. If you look at that LGBTQ list, it goes, it, there's probably about like 15 letters in there. Like, yeah, you, depending on who you talk to, honestly, it's, all, it's a different list. I, yeah. like, in high school, I went to a lot of like, I, I'm gonna call them gay conventions. I just, that's just what they were. So you go to this, this school that was holding this like this place where all these gay people would come like straight people too teachers and everybody would go to like learn about like the gay community and I remember walking in and there was just just giant sign it was like LGBTQAAI and I was like whoa I'm like I'm clearly uneducated here I only know those first four like lesbian gay bi like queer that's all I got and then I was just like sitting here listening to all of this and I'm just like this is just way too much like I'm just like sitting here like oh my god like I don't think my brain can wrap around it really is crazy like those people just black you with this information oh my, that it was it was it was you don't hear in any other community it's such a like niche like small community mm-hmm. and they just have this own way of talking and thinking and and in a way it's great because they are accepting and a lot of them have good intentions i guess you could say but a lot of it is toxic because you know you don't want to get sucked into that that's the same sort of thing that gets you like getting sucked into that is what transforms you into those like radical left people yeah, who are, who are the same to, people find that who were initially pushing for this bill. Mm-hmm. And then you, you gotta find that medium. You gotta find where you are accepting, but you don't want to go to extreme measures to be accepting of everyone. Like going to these community like these conventions, it was great. Everyone there was so loving. Like mm-hmm. you just walk in and people are like, Hi, oh my god, how are you? And I'm like, holy, holy shit. Like coming from a school where I was the only openly gay kid, this is amazing. Like I'm walking in here being like 
oh my God, this mm-hmm. is the first time in my life I've actually felt accepted yeah. growing up. And that's why I loved that's it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I can totally see why that's a community that people seek out and that people enjoy being a part of. Honestly, go to gay bars. Like, go, honestly. Like, I recommend going to gay bars or going to gay conventions because you learn so much. Like, you learn a lot. But, like, you also meet amazing people. Like, all these people who have, like, had their struggles and, like, they're telling you about it. And, like, all they really want to do is party, man. Like, they've been cooped up in this closet for so long. They just want to, like, burst out with, like, streamers and balloons and just saying, let's fucking go, man. Let's have a great time. And, like, that's what it was like. Like, you walk into this area and everyone was just they were handing out condoms like balloons man like they were just handing like everything it was it was an amazing time and that's what like that's what i think it should be like that's what like i think this pride like this pride flag should be it's everybody like you walk into that room you're not looking at race you're not looking at like sexuality you're looking at love like you're in there looking at all these people who just want to be loved and who love everybody else and that's why this this flag adding those two colors just singles them out like it's just kind of like you are black you are gay you are brown you are gay but it's also you know what I'm glad that there's those colors are on the flag because it shows that those people are now being accepted in places where acceptance wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing. We, we are Canadian, and this is mostly happening in, happening in America. Um, so the pride flag still is red, orange, yellow, green, blue, here, purple here. Um, but it, it could change, and like change is a good thing. But like, are we, do we really have to change everything to accept everyone? That's, that's just mainly the big question there. Yeah, and the pride flag is just like a symbol, right? Like it doesn't actually give an explanation of what these people are doing at pride events that are now including the black and brown colors on the flag. Like, I don't know what that necessarily entails at pride rallies and stuff like that. Like if they're actually holding them in a different manner to accept these people, like in a different way that they were doing before. I don't really know, but... I mean, it's a symbol of, of uni- unification and of acceptance of, for everybody, which is a, a cool thing. When being gay, when you're walking around and you, you see the pride flag, you, you, you instantly are like, oh, that's really nice to see. You sit there and you're like, wow, this is a place where I can enter and I can be accepted because that's, that's just the symbol. Like you see this pride flag and you're just like, yep, that's the symbol of safety. That's the symbol of love. That's the symbol of like whatever. And like, it, it's really nice. Like I remember in my high school, I think the only pride flag I've ever seen in that school was on my guidance counselor's door and it was probably about three centimeters by like one and a half centimeters. Like it was small. It's just a little mm-hmm. tiny sticker on the door and that was probably the only pride flag I ever saw in my school. But every time I'd walk by her office, I would be like... It was a comforting thing. It was a comforting thing because it was just there and I was just like, you know what? Like I'm glad it was there. And honestly, like being the only gay kid in high school obviously is hard. You've seen movies, you've seen TV shows where there is only one gay kid and that, that's basically what it's like. All eyes are on you. Um, everyone's out. It feels like everyone's out to get you which in reality sometimes they're not yeah. but it's just it's the pride flag is, is a symbol of like love and a symbol of like like acceptance and if you're going to accept everybody you're going to have to add so many other colors onto that like I know that like being white like is like you're, you feel like you're automatically accepted but you know what if like say there's an all black school in the states where you have this pride flag where there's not an all black school, let's say like a majority of like black students go there and there's this one white kid and there's this pride flag that has black, brown, red, orange, yellow, green, blue and this this one white kid identifies as gay. He's he's probably not gonna feel com- be, like comfortable coming out because he he probably feels very like like a min- minority and like that's understandable. I'm not saying add white to the flag. Mm-hmm. I'm just you know, keep the it's, flag the way it's it just is. interesting to think about a role reversal in that situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen uh, Bill Nye's 
new show. Which, is that on Netflix? About it. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but... Uh, probably not. Netflix is where I watch anyway, it. Anyway, we should, we should talk about that at a, at a later date, but... All right, I'm down. Um, I'll show you some stuff. Anyway, he, he does a... See, like, Bill Nye was kind of... He's, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, like, he's... he's He's an icon in like the science world, and just like well, no, Bill Nye was like our childhood. We'd watch it like every science class in like elementary school. So yeah, so like I love Carl Sagan, right? Like he's like a huge inspiration to me, okay. and and he's a science popularizer, and I love that just the idea of that because there's a lot of um, like misconceptions about science nowadays, and it's good to have such a, an amazing spokesperson for science who's willing to just like speak positively about it to the world. And that's kind of what Bill and I was in a sense. But his new show is just... Is it good or bad? It's literal garbage. Like, it's Aww, terrible. And, that's awful. And, and he does a lot of talk about um, gender fluidity and stuff like that. Like, that's such an integrated part of the show, which to me is just baffling to someone who is such a strong advocate for science but I, I never I never really got much into Bill Nye so I don't know that much about that's interesting we should definitely watch person, it but yeah I'll, I'll show you some yeah stuff. that sounds good um, but yeah so those are my, basically the, the main problems with my like the problems I have with the pride flag they're not really problems again I'm proud of Philadelphia for taking a stand but also why did you have to take the stand in the first place so yeah all right so move on. yeah, we should move on. Our third topic is because Canada is coming up. Canada 150. Canada is turning 150 years old. Woo! Get I love pumped. Canada Day. Ladies and gents, get get hype. Get hype. Get your balloons. Get your um, streamers. Or whatever you put on your face on Canada Day. I love Canada Day. I really do. Mm. I love. I go full out, man. I go like. I got paint my face white and red. I dyed my hair one year. It was intense. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I know. I dyed it red. It was. It was. It was awesome. I'm not much of like the celebratory party hard kind of guy. Oh, but no, you got to go to Ottawa. I'm from Ottawa, Ontario. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So you know, like patriotism is. It's where it's at. That's that's everything. Like every Canada Day, my family would. We'd probably have like 25 people come over. And we would all get decked out. We'd all be wearing red and white. We'd have a giant barbecue. And then we would head over to this place where there's this giant fair. And, like, this fair was massive. There was, like, Ferris wheels, roller coasters. It was, it was amazing. It was a great time. And then, you know, you go to this other, like, this other area where they're going to do the fireworks. Because that's, that's the only reason I go out on Canada Day is to see these fireworks. Because I love me some fireworks. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. I've never been to Parliament, though. Parliament, I'm actually going this year, so it should be pretty interesting. Um, I'm pretty excited. Um, it should be a good time. because yeah, we should talk about that after. Parliament? Mm -hmm. I'm Just down. how it is, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I've never been, but... I don't uh, have any plans for Canada Day at the moment. Go to Ottawa. Do it. It's going to be lit. Um, I feel so stupid for asking. Is, this, is it next weekend? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's July 1st. The birthday I just, of... I never, I never know what date it is. That's okay. And by the birthday of Canada, we literally mean like the signing of the Confederate Act in like 150 years ago, whatever year that was. I'm not going to do the math because I don't want to. But yeah, so that's basically what we're here to talk about is Canada 150 and like what happened to get to where we are today. Yeah, so so the what, what we're actually celebrating is the... Um, just the uh, the joining or the the colonization of, of three separate like what was it colonies like, like in, New Brunswick, Ontario, Quebec. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was just three. Yeah, but it was uh, there wasn't really like borders. Yeah, it was just the a time. unification of three like separate British like, colonies. Provinces, colonies, yeah. yeah. Um, 
and and people were people were a little offended about it, like just because it doesn't include the celebration of indigenous culture, and mm-hmm. that it kind of excludes, or just saying that Canada is 150 years old, even just saying that is a little just exclu- like exclusive well, to... Not really, because it's, it's Canada. That's when we put the name to Canada. Like, mm-hmm. the land is obviously billions of years old, but, like, yeah. and Canada... Yeah, were, were here for thousands of years. Exactly, before we even came. Like, that's, that's, also, like, that, that's also why people are having a lot of problems with this. Like, we're, we're putting all this money into celebrating Canada 150 when, like, people who were here before us, like, Indigenous and Native people, don't, don't have funding like that. They don't get the funding, like, they need to survive. And... That's it, it's ridiculous. What did, they said that they're spending, I think, half a billion dollars on yeah. Canada 150. Like that's a lot of that's, fucking that's money. That's government spending. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that, lot of money. That could be going to programs that are underfunded for Indigenous and Native people. And not even like, not, not even just Indigenous and Native people. Like a lot of school programs too. A lot of like high schools have underfunded programs. Like a lot of like schools have underfunded yeah, programs. Sure. Um, and like, but like mainly, like why not give back to the people we took the land from? Like that's that's also like. I mean, like, we, we are from an area of, like, northern Ontario where there are a lot of indigenous people and a lot of native people. And, like, the farther up you go north, the more, like, indigenous and native it gets. Because, like, you know, that's where we, like, we kind of, like, assimilated them from, like, like the south up. Like, mm-hmm. it was just kind of, like, that's how it was. Like, we came from the, uh, the east. And from the east, we just kind of assimilated and pushed them up this way. And that, that's how it was. And, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I do love Canada Day, but you got to look at it from both, both perspectives. Like... That's the day we kind of like invaded, but again, like there's so many perspectives of this. Like I, again, like don't take what we like take what we say with a grain of salt. Like it's just our opinion. Um, like for me, I just kind of like I don't know. Like what would happen if we didn't come to Canada? Like what would happen if we didn't come here? Like what like what has Canada done? Canada has accomplished so many things. Like Canada mm-hmm. is such like a unifyingly accepting country. Everyone loves Canada. It's a great country, but, and I'm. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not proud to live here. It's very. It's a very great country to be in for it sure. is and like again like like everything it's not perfect everyone has their problems and like that's one of canada's one of one of canada's major problems is like the indigenous and like what we did to them and like it, it, it is a problem because it, it, it was really poorly done and really really gruesome what we did and it was it was just not yeah signing treaties to say that we would share resources and land and not and then just breaking them. And then just breaking them to to get what we want and and screw over these people. Like that's not that's not what government's about. I mean, mm-hmm. not anymore. I mean, that's not like it's not like this is the only case of that ever happening in exactly. the history of the world. Like people do break treaties. People do terrible shit all the time. Nations do terrible shit yeah. to other nations all the time. World War One, World War Two, a lot of other wars. I mean, that's all they teach us in Canadian history. So mm-hmm. that's all I know. Um, but yeah, I don't and, know. And it is a good thing to to spend money on celebration for things like Canada 150. Like it's good to celebrate your country. It's good exactly. to, it's to good have to, some sense of patriotism. I suppose. It, it, and I, I I think so because like you know like people go out and they celebrate something they believe in. People believe in Canada. If people didn't believe in Canada, it wouldn't be the way it is today. It wouldn't be as accepting. It wouldn't be as loving. Like like the the laws we have here are like very different than like the United States and like other parts of the world because that's that's just what we believe in and what we do and if we didn't have these celebrations in order to like like thank Canada for the way it is then it, it wouldn't be like the way it is and 
I don't know, Canada is just a day where you go out and like, I guess it's just a day where you gotta go out and you know, you gotta think, you gotta be like, yep, I'm gonna celebrate today because I do love Canada, but I also am gonna think about why we are here, like, why, how did we get here? Like, there are people who took over lands and like, you know what, like, I, like personally, like, I, I'm sorry for that. Like, a lot of people, like, it, it did happen very long time ago and like, you can't fix the past, but you can fix the present and like, if... Like, I, I honestly, like, there's a lot of, like, native reserves around here that have been untouched, and I think that's beautiful. Like, a lot of, like, reserves have been, like, left alone by the government because they know not to touch it now. Like, they know that that is, like, sacred land, and that's what they want to do, but it's just sad that they didn't see that all those years ago because we probably could have had a very loving and, like, like unifyingly, like, we could have, like, lived in a very, like, I don't know, like unified community yeah, like we could have had our indigenous people we could have had like the white people living in harmony like it could have been a very good thing but we ruined it because we were greedy and we wanted things that we wanted and I don't know I guess you just gotta think about that on Canada Day you gotta yeah, think about yeah. like like you were saying we can't change the past but we have an effect on the present and, and I think the way that we celebrate Canada Day is like our effect on the present right now like mm-hmm. we I think it would be good for example to celebrate indigenous culture more on canada day i i totally agree like have you ever been to a powwow i don't think so oh they're pretty interesting i like my only memory of a powwow was probably in like grade one or two but we went to this like native reserve and it was like a time that they were celebrating i i honestly don't remember but they they were like it was it was beautiful they were all dressed up they were all they were dancing it was so much fun and like that's something like i would love to do on canada day like you know like go over there and just have like a great time with them because like it was from what i remember it was it was beautiful it was beautiful to see them dance beautiful to see them like celebrate what they what they believe in because like yeah. it's it's their color it's totally different than what, what we do like you know on canada you get you get hammered you you spend money you you do whatever yeah. like you go yeah. see fireworks like and all that, but like they do something probably totally different. They they celebrate love. They celebrate life as as it is. And like I just I think that was really beautiful. I thought mm-hmm. from what I remember, it was a very beautiful ceremony. Yeah, even I, I like even I. But I mean, like people who even live in Ontario, where there are a lot of um, reserves and indigenous people, I feel like disconnected from the culture. A lot more than I should be. Well, they don't and, teach it to you. Yeah, they don't. I, I, I remember in school, like we had a couple people come in to just, you know, like indigenous people come in, showing us like the the clothes that they wear and like how they make their own clothes and like mm-hmm. musical instruments that they have and, and just their it. way of thinking. And and that was cool. But yeah, that was it. That's literally all we get. And like in my history classes, from what I remember, I remember learning about assimilation. I remember learning about. Uh, like the schools they were put in I remember about I remember and that, that's honestly all we ever learned about was like what we did to them and like we never really learned about their way of life we never really like I remember like we kind of like you would kind of like read it like there'd be like a little blurb in this history textbook that you have saying like oh indigenous people hunted animals and when they hunted animals they would use every single part of the animal because they believed that that I, I don't want to know I don't want to assume anything but God or like the the one thing that they believe in like gave it to them so that they could use everything and I remember learning like that they used like the the bladder as like a water pouch and that was it that was literally like it was a tiny little paragraph in this giant history textbook that talked about assimilation and like the school like the schools we put them in and like all the wars that we were that we partook in and that was about it like we never learned what their culture was about we never learned about that which i think is pretty absurd because yeah. they were here way before we were their history it's the is, land that we're on and exactly yeah. it's, their history is much more richer than ours and i just i would still love to learn about it but mm-hmm. 
not enough time. Yeah, I mean, we have the ability now to learn that we're it. older to, to learn about it. Yeah, we have like the thing. internet and everything, but you can never trust the internet. And like, you know, being where we are, I'm not gonna say where we are because I don't want people to like come at us, but like being where we are, like our, our school is very open to like indigenous cultures. Like we have, I don't want to use the wrong word here, but like a teepee, like we have one of those tents on campus mm-hmm. that, that indigenous people do go in to like celebrate what they're celebrating. Like it's, it's beautiful. Like you, like you're not allowed in there unless you're taking an indigenous class and like studying indigenous like people, like you gotta, like you're not allowed in that, that sacred area unless there's a reason. And I, I, I think it's beautiful. And like, it, it is something I'm very happy to see when I walk by. I'm very like, I'm glad that we have this in this day and age because it, it's a place where they feel safe. Kind of like the pride flag. Like when I see the pride flag, I feel safe. When they see that, they probably feel safe because that's where they know they can go celebrate what they need to celebrate mm-hmm. and I and that's like you can take classes like but you're never really going to understand their history because it's honestly probably long forgotten like honestly like stories have been passed down from generation to generation but we assimilated them we took away everything that they that they believed in and everything so you're not really going to know what their life was about which is, is mm-hmm. really sad because I, I think what how the way they live is beautiful they live in harmony with the, the outdoors with them with other people with themselves like it, it is a beautiful community mm-hmm. yeah I don't really have anything else to say on the topic yeah well what do you do for Canada Day usually just see fireworks I don't even think I did anything last year other than well yeah fireworks that was about it hmm. yeah well that's basically what that's all you do on Canada Day is you you get drunk with friends and you go see some fireworks and that's it's not a bad thing. I think it's nice to celebrate what you what you believe in, and I believe in Canada. I want mm-hmm. Canada to do Canada to do great things. I think it'd be a a really good thing for Canada. I think it would be a good thing for Canada to kind of incorporate both things. Like you know, like maybe one year, like go out to like a native reserve and like talk to some elders. Like this girl I work with at work, she she is native, and she was she showed me her her reserve, and it it was beautiful. And like her, I think her grandmother is is an elder, and her grandmother had all these amazing stories. And I, I just couldn't help but like sit there with like my mouth open and listen to every word she had to say. It was, it was beautiful. And I, I just, you know, what I recommend it. Like go, go out and like learn some new things. I think that would be very good for Canada, and you know, a very good way to like open people's eyes on Canada Day. And like, don't get me wrong, Canada Day is not a bad thing. It's just you know, you just got to think about it. Like in like 150 years ago, so like again, not doing the math. That's when we signed the, the Confederate Act to claim this land or, like, you know, share the land. And this went on for so long. And what, the last school, the last, like, assimilation school, what are they called? Um, I don't remember what they're called, but, yeah, apparently it was closed in 1996. 1996. Like, that was a year before we were born. Like, that's, that's absurd that that's how long it took to close the schools. Like, it took people that long to realize what they were doing was wrong. Like, yeah, that, they weren't allowed to practice their their beliefs or that was like a hundred and like 35 years ago like yeah. 135 years of like assimilating them and that's yeah. absurd like that's ridiculous like they, people should have realized they were doing that wrong like then in the, like the 1970s because that's when I don't know I feel like people were open, a little open, more open minded like in the 1970s like that's when my parents were born and like they're pretty open people mm-hmm. and like I don't know I just feel like that's finally where people should have thought like hey this is wrong but you know 1996 was when the last school was closed and I think that's pretty ridiculous yeah the cultural genocide that took place just for far too long mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, that is all we have to talk about on PimpCast today. So we thank you for tuning in. Do you have any final words, Nathan? No. Um, Tune in next week for, you'll find out. Some more interesting things (laughs) in the future. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we hope to see you soon. Thanks. Bye.